0: This is Maria from MK. Okay, Let's Talk About It. This is our special summer series of solos because somehow we just can't find the time to sit down and do this together. Uh, today I will be talking about, I guess, being enough. But very specifically, <laughs> Uh, so, when I say being enough, something that I've struggled with my entire life, as as long as I can remember, is whether I am Filipino enough to be considered Filipino. And I feel like the answer is no. But that could also just be the fact that I'm a pessimist or realist. I'm a realist. I'm not a pessimist. So. Growing up as someone who is biracial, I, I guess also bicultural. I think that's a little bit muddier. Um, My family came over to the United States by way of Hawaii, working on the sugar plantations more than 100 years ago, it might be 110, more than 110 years ago, I'm gonna say. Um, So I think technically, I am a fifth generation Filipino in America. That's pretty dang far from the Philippines. So a lot of the things um, that people often from the same culture or background that they connect with, I do not have a connection to. I don't know family back in the Philippines. Nothing. I was never exposed to the language. Um, my understanding is that we would speak Visayan and nothing. i don't I don't know anything. Um, no, my mom doesn't speak it. i've I've apparently my grandmother speaks a little bit. I don't know how much my great grandmother spoke, but yeah, we we didn't learn any language that didn't get passed down. I don't know any of the cultural norms. I'm somewhat familiar with food that feels like the most easily accessible piece of culture that I've been able to, um, connect with is food. I don't connect it with a lived experience or like family cooking it at home. Um, but I do enjoy Filipino food. My mom did always make chicken adobo when we were growing up. So I did know that. Um, and sometimes we'd have like pancit when we went to, um, events that happened to, either be hosted by Filipinos or just have um potluck where Filipino people were bringing that food um but I've just always struggled with that that I don't feel accepted by the Filipino community I I wouldn't be considered as someone who necessarily looks Filipino whatever that means um I don't speak the language. When people find out that I'm Filipino, that's not usually their first guess about what I am. But when they find out that I'm Filipino and they're Filipino, they'll ask, oh, do you speak any dialect? And if I say no, <laughs> they say, oh, but you you must understand a dialect. And the answer is uh, no. Like, I, I just don't know anything. Um So the disconnect from the culture, it just makes it really hard to connect with the people. I I constantly feel like an outsider. And I know I've read a lot of um, articles uh, from people about if you're specifically, I know this is funny, but the diaspora for uh, Filipinos is pretty wide and far reaching um, and widespread because of the culture and economy there. Um, but there's so many things that say don't doubt. Don't doubt if you're Filipino enough. You are Filipino enough to be Filipino. But in my brain, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not though. So I find myself constantly struggling to know who I am because I'm not sure how much that contributes to who I am, how important that is to who I am right now. Does it Does it matter that I'm half Filipino? Like, does that have a big impact? Aside, of course, from the way that I look because I obviously have not Uh, someone who would get something like white privilege in this country. Um, And then also, as I'm raising my sons, I I make sure that the one who, of course, can talk right now knows that he is Filipino. But I, I struggle because I don't know what that means. I don't even know what that means. And I'm trying to support him. uh, So that he feels some sort of identity and doesn't feel this the same kind of wandering outsider lost feeling that I have and I've always had but I don't exactly know how to do that because I've not lived an experience at any point where I've felt accepted where I've felt Filipino enough And I know this is just me rambling to myself but I do constantly <laughs> have these inner thoughts especially if something's coming up or I'm claiming my Filipinoness in some way and there's always this feeling that I'm I'm an imposter I am not Filipino enough And you know, this might be a problem across a broad spectrum. I am only speaking to my Filipinoness, but I wonder, throwing it out there, who else feels this way? I mean, bonus points if you're Filipino. And I'm not necessarily looking for someone to tell me that I am Filipino enough. Right, I don't think that would solve my problem because I just, I don't know what it means. And I don't know what that means to me as a fifth generation Filipino. I'm very grateful for my family. I stand on their shoulders. They did all the work. They dug the roots. I'm loftily up in a very high branch of that tree. Uh, benefiting from all the hard work, all of the discrimination, all of the attempts and failures and trying again that my, my family has had to do. And I have not had to struggle in that way. But I have a hard time Connecting to the place that they came from. And I don't know what that means for me. I don't know what that means for my children. Something that has really gotten me thinking about this recently. Uh, this is going to seem like a big tangent. And maybe it is. But that's okay. Because that's what we do on Okay, Let's Talk. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a new live action TV series for A series um called Avatar the Last Airbender that was on Nickelodeon and I said that really funny Avatar the Last Airbender there I said it a little bit more normally and this is um a world that was created based heavily on bipoc cultures like not not caucasian not european like very very obviously based in indigenous, Asian, all sorts of cultures, um, with the exclusion of European, Western European, um, and, you know, everything that goes with that. And there was a few years ago, not a few years ago, oh my gosh, I'm so old, a long time ago, um, M. Night Shyamalan made a live-action movie. I'm, I think it was supposed to be multiple installments, and it stopped after the first because they, they only cast white folk. Like what? But that's aside from the point. They are casting this new one and trying to be very true to the spirit and the world that was built. And who these characters would be if they were not animated, and no, it would not be um, blonde, white, blue-eyed people play, playing the people who are based on indigenous um, folks from uh, Alaska and northern Canada. Um, but you know, people of color. So they've they've taken a really hard stance on hiring or casting. Uh, actors who are coming from these actual backgrounds, which yay, thank goodness. Like, can we not do that anymore where we're hiring, um, Emma Stone to play an Asian person in Hawaii? Uh, anyway, one of the actors that they hired recently, maybe not so recently in the past year, because I dwell on things, it feels recent, but it was not. Um, his background came into question. Um, somehow someone decided to research whether or not he actually was indigenous or not. And the results that they came up with was that it was not a legitimate tribe that he was registered with, that it's a not federally recognized, and it's a bunch of white folk claiming indigenous roots. Um, and to me, it's very muddy because I don't know, right? That's completely out of my wheelhouse. That's not not mine to decide in my brain that I, I don't know enough about that to say anything about it aside from this controversy exists. So on the wonderful, wonderful world of Twitter, of course, I went down a rabbit hole about this because I was just so... I don't know. I was interested. I wanted to learn more about what was going on. And I saw a tweet. So this is what this is actually about. (laughs) I saw a tweet that said that people who are mixed should not be considered for these type of roles. People who are mixed are not eligible because they are too diluted I don't remember the actual words of the the tweet but that was the the the, the spirit of it was it, it definitely said mixed people should not have these roles they're taking it away from actual insert whatever here so mixed people are taking roles away from the actual people who are indigenous black uh Latina, insert whatever you want here. Uh, And I think that really messed me up. (laughs) Because I just could not I I think I talked at definitely at my husband for a long time trying to process through. Because a lot of people agreed with that tweet, you know, in, in Twitter world, I don't know how that translates to real life um but a lot of people there was a lot of outpouring of support for that statement and i I think that really rattled me because as i mentioned i have always struggled with my mixed identity and here is someone saying mixed people don't count you're not a real insert whatever here And of course, you know, I took that and I was like, I am mixed. I am not a real Filipino. And I think that just really added to that fuel to that fire that I already have burning in my brain at all times. Because what does that mean? Because this is a, a person from that culture saying, from that background saying, that these other people don't count as that. And I'm not sure if I felt like it confirmed what I always thought. Like, of course, I was never a part of that community. They never accepted me. Of course, I was never Filipino enough for them. I could never be whatever enough for them. Or if I felt objection to that. Like, yes, I do count. I'm not sure which way my brain and heart really want to go with that, but I'm definitely torn. And I, I don't know who gets to make that call, right? Who gets to decide who is enough of whatever? And, and if people from that actual, actual um background are saying that mixed people aren't enough where does that leave people where where does that leave people like me where does that leave people like my sons and it it hurts right because I'm gonna get all so sociological on you all, but um, belonging is so important to the human experience. It's so important to feel belonging to a community. And when the very makeup of your DNA is excluding you from that community, I like the impact. It hurts, it's painful. And, you know, immediately I want to shield myself. I'm going to retreat further away from that. Because I'm never going to be enough. But then I stop. Because can I do that with my children? One of my sons is very obviously mixed. Um, Darker complexion, brown eyes, dark hair tans like you wouldn't believe in the summer. And my second child is blonde, hazel eyed, the palest person in our family, like extended family. And the difference of experience for them, I don't want them to feel ostracized. I don't want them to feel othered. And it's hard because we're we're not the three of us are not fully white but the three of us are also not fully anything else and where does that leave us what does it mean to be filipino enough i don't know No closure. I have no, I don't have an answer. This is just also what I do when I talk at my husband. I apologize, but not really because it is what it is. (laughs) But yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Please visit our website at mkletstalk.com. Find us on social media at mkletstalk. Please review, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back to regularly scheduled podcast recording very soon.